Nikki Jensen. And it's Brie Picconi. And we're Late, Late to, to the, the Party, a weekly podcast about film, fashion, and pop culture. Yeah. Hey, Brie. Hey, Nick. How is it going? Pretty good. Yeah. How's it going with you? Pretty good. Actually, can't complain. It's been really good. Yeah. I also can't complain. I got a new phone. It was long overdue. <laughs> long overdue is an understatement. <laughs> Brie, can you tell everyone, how, like, just your phone saga? Okay, well, long or short, a short, short version. <laughs> this is, all right, I'll try to be as short as possible. I had an iPhone 6 or 6S, I don't know, one of the two, for quite some time now. I've dropped it in the toilet twice <laughs> and recently in the bathtub once and before that uh, <laughs> on the ice cold concrete um, after it snowed. So it, it cracked for the first time and then I dropped it in the bath and so... Yeah, the screen wasn't the same. I, I put it in rice for like a day or two. It came back to life, um, but it, ultimately the screen just gave out. I mean, you can still technically use it. Like it, it links to my Bluetooth in my car. I am so surprised <laughs> that you're still not using it. To be honest, like, like you're like low key hoarder tendencies. I like because you had that phone through thick and thin and like every time people would offer you their phones or be like bring get a new phone and you'd be like I said no no well see i just like smaller phones and everyone has like bigger phones now so i got myself an iphone 12 mini which is not even it's like a normal size i think it's not like really that small like, it looks good i'm kind of jealous it's nice i mean i don't know i like it you're like a whole new woman, Brie. I know. I've changed. You're really, you're, you're not in the late modern to the world party now. anymore. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like at the party. Here I am. And vibing. I'm vibing. Yeah. And dancing. You're like that, um, that like gif of that kid, like that little kid on the dance floor with those, the sunglasses, just like vibing. Oh yeah. I know the one you mean. And he's just like, yeah. Mm, yeah. <laughs> totally. I feel like that kid's name's Tony. Don't know why. Just feel yeah. it in my soul. That's me. I'm you, Tony. Actually, you are your alter ego. Tony, Tony Picconi. Yeah, that's so true. All goes back around. It does. Kind of just like all of our stories today. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So today we are talking about three, like, early aughts water cooler moments. So we're going to tap into and discuss Nipplegate, which is like the wardrobe malfunction, Janet Jackson, Justin Timberlake. Yeah. We're going to talk about Britney and Madonna's kiss at the VMAs. And we're gonna talk about JLo's Versace dress, her Versace. Woo! So, but like, I feel like all those stories, in a weird way, tie in together. I feel like they do too. But yeah, maybe in the Brie universe, all the Tonys <laughs> tie together. All the Tonys. You're yeah. just waiting for your Tony Montana moment. Oh yeah, to really just like put the icing on the cake. There you go. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Can use the reface app for that, probably. Oh my god, that reface <laughs> app, Brie. I can you okay? What is the reface app? I don't exactly know. I just I've been getting these messages from my boyfriend that are just like my face on like <laughs> other people's bodies. It's like um, I, it's like a deep fake. Like you can put your face on like celebrities and movies and stuff. So like I'm John Travolta in like Pulp Fiction or something. Oh my god, you were John Wick. 
John Wick. Yeah, it's it's really fun. I guess you just use a photo. Like I thought it scanned your whole face. This is a different one like than I thought it was. I don't think they steal your face. I don't know. They might. I I really don't know. But you should try it. Oh my god, there's there's one of you you showed me as Holly Golightly in Breakfast at Tiffany's. Mhm. And it's like it made me laugh so hard tears were coming down my face. Oh yeah. There is like a moment where my face looks so derpy. Well, it's like okay, like my like journey with that was like oh my god brie as like audrey hepburn looks so beautiful <laughs> and then all of a sudden like you went from like this really beautiful like deep fake of you mm-hmm. to like every other glamorous moment audrey hepburn's doing <laughs> like the reface app did you dirty because every time you looked so dirty <laughs> i'm sorry it's okay it made me laugh too it's hilarious i don't understand <laughs> I don't know. It's the beauty of the Reface app. Yes, so. <laughs> Not sponsored. <laughs> no, but I mean, open to it. Yeah, we're open. So we're open to being ruled by China. Yeah. Just take our faces. Yeah. <laughs> we don't mind. So, so what else is new, Nick? Okay. We actually saw each other a lot this weekend. We, we did. We actually went on a little girl's trip to D.C. That was so awesome. Yeah, we went to see Casey Musgraves. Yeah. Um, and King Princess. King Princess. She was there. Um, yeah, she was the opening act. Yeah. And I fell in love with King Princess. <laughs> That's right. Yeah, I you're... just, like, could not get over it, Brie. Mm. Like, she's gorgeous in real life. Yeah. Tinier, more gorgeous. I agree. I don't know. But the my favorite part was, so we, you know, are basically just like on the metro Mm -hmm. you can tell every single person that came in who was going to the concert oh yeah because they had on like ridiculous cowboy hats and like um um like rainbow or like like uh it's like fringe coats or like um what is it like when it's like fuzzy (laughs) oh um like uh it looks like a stuffed animal what is that oh like a shag like a shag Yeah, yeah thank you they all looked like they stepped out of a free people catalog. Mm-hmm. Flares, flare bottoms. So many flares. So many, like, I've actually walked into free people and been like, oh, I like that. I like that. Every girl was wearing something from current free people. Mm. And and then throw on a cowboy hat. And, you know, after seeing everyone in their cowboy hats, I felt really left out. And, like, I wish that I had brought a cowboy hat. I feel like I need a cowboy hat now, like a Joanne, like Lady Gaga Joanne, like pink cowboy hat. Yeah. I, I want a neon cowboys cowboy hat, like yes. a light up cowboy hat would be so much fun. Oh my God. I don't know how much they cost, but. <laughs> oh, I want that too. Oh my God. There were so many gays, gay cowboys at the concert. <sighs> it was so much love. Fun. There was one particular guy who just yes. kept like he was vibing so hard he would like sit down and then every song he would stand back up and like flail around to the music and i was i was loving that was like, yes i was too i just yeah. like everyone was like stepping out with their like looks yeah i know and like we were practical like because it was raining you know what's hilarious though hmm. i remember when we were like packing for our little jaunt and I was like, so this is what I think I'm going to wear. And it was like, what? Like, it was cute. Flare jeans and like my tube top collection that I was like, I'll just decide later. And then we both looked at each other and we're like, meh. 
<laughs> it's gonna rain. Yeah, because I was gonna wear fun bottoms too. You had you have like those velvety flare bottoms that we saw these I, girls wearing. I saw like three different pants that I owned <laughs> at that place. I was like, hey, you stole my pants. So note to self, don't be practical. This don't. is a lesson. Don't. Don't only fashion and deal with the consequences later. Yeah. Who cares if you step in a puddle and ruin your like who cares? One to two hundred dollar free people jeans. You only live once. Yeah. Those jeans are meant to be worn. Exactly. Also, I'm I was like so nervous because of the whole Vax card situation. Oh my god, that and, was stupid. And just like everything. But the funniest thing is the quickest they did not care. They didn't even look. The, the lady was like, all right, come on, hurry up. Like, get out of here. Like, she was, like, giving me an attitude. I don't know if you saw what was happening to me while she was, like, I don't know if you saw my struggle. No, because I just, like, got my stuff out. I was, like, so nervous. Well, also, I had my pepper spray in my pocket. Oh, no. So I was like, oh, man, they're going to get me. They're going to get me from a pepper spray. They didn't. They, they didn't. didn't. Wow, that you're right. They didn't pat you down or anything like you said. Or they go were. through the metal. De- Usually, like I think if, there was, there was. I went through the metal detector. Mm-hmm. I don't know because, like, if I would have gone to like the Smithsonian right next door, I would have. They would have said take out. Wouldn't it have gone off though? Or no? I don't know. Hmm. Anyways, I've had that same one, and they've been like, get rid of it. Wow. So well, you've made it through. I they were really through. pushing people. The lady, like she. Okay, so I, I go up to the line because it's my turn. And you know how it was, like, cold and raining. My glasses uh-huh. were fogging up. I have a mask on. I couldn't see. And then, like, I'm struggling. Like, I had my Vax card out because that was easy to get because it doesn't fit in my wallet. And I just – you can't bring bags. So I just had the wallet in my pocket. Oh, yeah, you can't bring pocket. bags. Yeah. But – so I give her the card and she's like, all right, IDs. I need IDs. Get your ID. And then she's telling everyone else. And that must be why you were so ready yeah. behind me because yours was so quick. I was struggling. My glasses are fogging. I can't see – even to get my ID and I'm feeling around and then I have to lift my glasses. My mask falls down. No. And I'm exposed. I'm exposing people's <laughs> with my germs. Brie, that did not matter. We were like shoulder to shoulder with every single person. It was a packed house. It was like normal. It was my first concert like post yeah. COVID. We were, it was just everyone was vibing. It wasn't bad. It was, it was really awesome. It was great. And it, Casey Musgraves puts on a show like Anyone who has the opportunity. Like, just for the set and lighting design alone. I agree. Like, oh, I loved, like, that set design and all the lights. Mm, it was great. Yeah. I know. I want to post pics and stuff, but. Uh, Same. Well, why don't you? Well, I finally got my phone situated. Oh, so that's true. <laughs> remember the whole trip I was Sorry. using your phone because mine was, like, kaput. I tried to order a, a new phone, like, at least, like, five times and it just... I had to wait till the weekend was over. It was okay, though. It was, Brie, it's your lesson in life that patience is a virtue. Yeah. <laughs> and let me tell you, buying a phone at Walmart takes patience. It took you like three and a half hours. Yeah. That was a, that's a story for another day. <laughs> yeah, the boring details. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, the concert was great. It was. And we got to spend like quality time together. So it was really fun. I know. It was great. No. I don't know. I love it. We'll have to go back and um, check out the the Hirshhorn. I know. We didn't really... Well, like, we had another day planned with, like, fun festivities and stuff, and we got, like, downpoured. So. Yeah. Uh, it is what it is, but there'll be a next time. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. until next time. Well, no. Good trip. 
It was. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, caught up on Euphoria. I'm almost with the people. I'm Ooh. on season two. Okay. Episode two. So I think last night was episode five or six. Oh, you're so. getting there. So you're I'm almost there. there. Wow. You're almost at that party. I'm almost. I'm still late to the party, but I am almost at this party. Yeah. In hell or high water, I'm going to be at the Euphoria party. I, I'm i making my way as well. I'm on season one, Um, excuse me, episode six. Okay. So I'm catching up. You're almost there. Yeah, there's like two more episodes. They're going to fly by for yeah. sure. It's hard to like just watch one, but I've been watching them late at night and I like have to cut myself off so I can sleep and like actually function the next day. I know. I've every time I watch Euphoria, it's always at night, mm-hmm. and it's always usually it's at my boyfriend's house. Mm-hmm. And like last night, I had a dream. You don't know who this character is yet, but like there's a new character named Faye. Okay, and she was like literally like in my dreams, like a little gremlin in my dreams, just like <laughs> popping up places, and I just her yeah. big like her big lips were just like in the corner. So were you like attending Euphoria High basically in this dream or No, I was just living my my dream life and she'd just be like popping up. Oh dang. Yeah. Like in a bad way or I mean No, she'd just be there. Kind of like in the show. She'll just like be there. Oh, okay. I guess I'll have to wait and see. I felt like in my dreams I was like Fez, but without the, you know, drugs. <laughs> without the drugs. Yeah. He seems cool, you know, just I'm... drugs, man. I really like him. Dangerous. I mean I I don't know. Fez might be one of my favorite characters. Yeah. Him, Maddie. Yeah. Like Maddie a lot. She's really cool. I like when she pops off. I do too. Yeah. I know that's like, I don't know if like, I don't understand the consensus online yet about Euphoria though. Like. What is the consensus? I don't understand. Like, do we like Cassie? Do we not like Cassie? Wait, wait. Cassie is. The blonde girl. Oh, her. Yeah. You know, honestly, I haven't quite made up my mind either, to be honest. It's going to get even more confusing, too. Okay. But, like, I feel bad for her. I feel bad for all of them, though. But am I old? Because I just, like, feel bad for all of them. No. I mean, there's – I feel like there's a lot of messy situations. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I know what you mean. Yeah. All the girls are kind of just, like, going through it. Even the guys. I feel, like – it's un like the hot take, but I feel bad for Nate. For Nate? Yeah. Yeah, I do in a way. I mean, okay, I just saw the episode though where he like chokes Maddie and I'm like, whoa. That's true. That's pretty. Oh wait, the carousel up. scene? Uh the uh the carousel episode? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah. And then I saw the episode after that. So it's like the aftermath and stuff, and they're like Well, I don't know if this is spoilers, but I'm pretty sure most people have seen past season one, but if you haven't, I guess don't listen, but, um... Cover your ears. Yeah. But, um, yeah, they, like, get they catch him at school. They, like, call his parents in and stuff, and they're like, yeah, they're his, uh, Maddie's mom's pressing charges, and then she's like, no, it wasn't him, and I don't know, like, that whole thing, like, covering it up it kind of is, like, gives you icky vibes, you know what I mean? It's all ick. I mean, <sighs> Nate's ick, but yeah. there is a... I don't know. I, There's... like, feel bad. Yeah. Yeah, something must be... I don't know. Something's going on. Kind of a hot take, though. Another hot take. I oh, just yeah. only say hot takes. I'm like, oh. <laughs> only hot takes. Only That's hot what takes. We do. 
I don't know if I like Jules. I liked her, but I don't know if I like her anymore. Like, I don't know if she's actually a good influence on Rue, hmm. like, at the end of the day. Interesting. Well, I'll have to, to wait and see. Because yeah. when, when did you change your mind? Just I like think last the episode? last, the season finale of season one. Oh. So you'll have to, you'll have to report back because, mm. yeah. Well, I know right now it's like her and Rue are in a weird place, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Because I, I like, when I, the show started, well, they kind of imply it in the first episode, but I kind of knew they'd be like a couple or something, but I don't know. She doesn't, Sorry. Jules doesn't seem completely into it. So I'm just like, yeah. is she just going along with her friend? Just out of pity i don't know i know i'm like does jules actually like rue yeah i i hope so for rue's sake i don't know zendaya is so good too and i hear like i'm trying not to get spoilers but like people on twitter last night were like is rue dead <gasps> zendaya should get another emmy so i'm like i don't know but i'm i'm here i'm here for it yeah i want to be a part of this party so bad so <laughs> same <laughs> I'm actually, like, this is the first time in a while where I, like, haven't been able to put a show down in a way that it's, yeah. like, I think about it. I'm, like, oh, I got to see the next episode. I want to watch it. Like, it's it's thrilling. I guess it's the drama of it all. Well, it's the closest thing right now we have to, like, appointment TV, if you think about it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when, you know, everyone's talking about it or has heard about Euphoria or watches it or at least knows about it. Mm-hmm. it's just in the zeitgeist right now and i'm like i want to be a part of this i want to be where the people are yeah no it's kind of nice so yeah and i did finish in just like that as well but nice i still have some catching up to do <laughs> i mean i haven't watched it at all so but i will but euphoria has my attention right now so it's kind of hard Free. to when euphoria <laughs> you know what i'm saying like my honest review is mm-hmm. just watch euphoria like i don't know like Sec or just watch Sex in the City, really? Because I've been wanting to watch just the original Sex in the City yeah. lately, honestly. And I actually did the other day, but yeah, I think I okay. I actually like the movies better than in just like that. Interesting. I'm not gonna lie, I like as like like typical or as like I don't know, like basic or whatever. Okay, I miss Kim Cattrall. I miss Samantha. It's uh. not the same and. I don't like Che Diaz. <laughs> okay, that's fair. And there's no sex. There's, there's no, no sex in the city? Are you kidding me? No sex. Not even gay sex? Well, okay. Che fingers Miranda. Spoiler alert. Okay. But I don't like Che Diaz. And I mean, that seems kind of funny. Okay. Like, because Sarah Jessica Parker has really great comedic timing. Okay. I guess I enjoyed it. It just... I don't know. Like, I think Charlotte... I loved Charlotte in this and just like that. I just think like it was a little lackluster mm. because I think like they – then I was listening to like the writer's room. They do a podcast. It's like Michael Patrick King and like all the writers. Yeah. And I, it just – it seems like it is very focused on these women being older or like of a certain age or just like being true to real life. Mm-hmm. But like the fun thing about Sex in the City – is that it is grounded and yeah. rooted in real life, but there's, like, these whimsical, like, romantic moments. Like, Carrie Bradshaw's a romantic, and mm-hmm. I know she's going through, like, the big, like, situation, but, yeah. but I just, there was no, like, 
when you watch like the original Sex in the City, mm-hmm. every episode, like good or bad, whatever happens, because like Carrie's almost an anti-hero in a weird way. Yeah. Like no matter what happens in their lives, you feel like this weird sense of like hope or empowerment or just like yeah, there's you know something life the goes end. on. And the thing about like we talked about in our like Sex in the City episode mm-hmm. was like it made me feel better about like life being messy. Well, uh, yeah, the, I was gonna say um, the Birkin bag up. Uh-huh. Like it's like well, they kind of talk about um, like abortion and stuff, which is like kind of heavy topics and stuff, but it's like. I feel like it would make you feel better if you were in a situation like that or like because they're all all these women have different experiences, but they have like similar ones at the same time. And they're I don't know. I just feel like it has such a way of tackling issues um, and like showing different perspectives of all these women having like a kind of a shared experience sometimes. And sometimes it's like a total opposite experience. Like I know like Charlotte was trying to have a baby and Miranda's like, I don't want to have a baby. But she was then, having a baby. Yeah. yeah. And then she decides to, but it's like, it's not, I don't know. I just think it has so much depth and it's not like a lot of black and white kind of like they get really into the, the depth of the characters and stuff. And I just appreciate it. Yeah, I agree. I, I guess like maybe I was expecting too much. I don't know. But, um, but that being said, I didn't expect anything out of the movies, and they still think they're a fun time. Mm. And I enjoyed it just like that. I watched it. I've listened to the every single Every Alpha podcast episode <laughs> about it and the Writer's Room podcast. So I've done my hours of Sex in the City. Yeah. Um, And I'm committed. And if they have a season two, I will also watch that every Thursday. But I just... I just wanted more out of the finale. I just oh, so the, you've seen the finale already, yeah. and the, it wasn't like a big finale. Not to me. I I think like it was too, just kind of like safe. Mm, yeah, it was just too safe. It was too just. There was nothing like. Did you, what left you want more? No, it just leave, left me dis- disappointed. Dang. Honestly, I'm just like so against Miranda that I'm like so justice for Steve too. <laughs> oh my god, I just I don't know, but at least I'm talking about it. So yeah, I have so many mixed feelings, but I'm enjoying Euphoria. Yeah, so that's all that matters because I'm a young person. So maybe I shouldn't be so hopped up on these fifty year olds. True. Yeah, I'm like, why aren't these fifty year olds hooking up? <laughs> <laughs> true. Just flipping tables, being like, why? <laughs> well, there's plenty of that in Euphoria. That's true. There's. Maybe that. too much. None. Yeah. Just enough. I think it's just right. Just right. I yeah. think they can have more. more sex scenes in Euphoria, to be honest. Mm. <laughs> I feel like it's just right. <laughs> no, I think there needs to be more naked people. <laughs> wow. You should uh you should let them know. No, this weekend I also saw Jackass Forever. Oh, how was that? I actually enjoyed it. But I literally was like, because there's so many dicks in jackass oh like literal ones like, yeah like literal ones like steve hanging out yeah all hanging out why i don't know because it's dudes i don't know i thought they did like um like they, they they'd like i don't know catapult each other into the air they and do, do stupid and stuff but they're not naked are no, they no they're like their dicks are out a lot but <laughs> i <laughs> i was like not shocked by that in the slightest right like i know we talked about this last episode too yeah but like um i've I've been watching so much Euphoria, it really just is, like... Desensitized? I'm so desensitized now. Which is a quality, I think. (laughs) Congrats. 
<laughs> yeah, want to get into this up? <laughs> yeah, let's get into the up. Yeah. So number one on the docket, we're going to talk about, we're going to go back to uh, February 2004. Yeah. What kinda. a time. Yeah. And it's a little apropos. The Super Bowl is coming up. I don't know if it's, is it next weekend? Is it this- next, this Sunday? Well, wait, today is only Monday. So yeah, this coming Sunday. It is. Yeah. Well, so it's Super Bowl time. Woo! So we're going to talk about the only Super Bowl that mattered to me, mm-hmm. which is Super Bowl, what is it? Super Bowl 38. Okay. That's what all those like symbols mean. <laughs> yeah. I know. I never know. I don't know Roman, 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 Roman. Who's she? <laughs> Roman numerals that well, but. I know. I know up to like a point and then Same. I'm like, you, yeah. once you go past like three or four, I'm like, you lost me. I could do like 10. It's kind of like me in French. It's like I can count to 10, but I think it's a little dicey. Yeah. But uh, so yeah, Super Bowl 38 and it was, um, the year was 2004 and it was held in Houston, Texas. Ooh. And this is. Is that the, Beyonce's hometown? It is. Just um, saying. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> like in the stallions hometown as well <laughs> oh. um but uh but yeah it was a uh, janet jackson is performing and this is the the nipple gate yeah. situation wow but do you think the world will ever forget nipple gate no i think i will never forget nipple gate i i don't think i will i think like when i think of the super bowl i think of i think of halftime shows I think of Janet Jackson's nipple and her nipple ring. I think mm-hmm. of all the boring years after with, like, <laughs> like boring old man bands. Ugh. Just, like, to ward off the, like, Bush-era PC police. Mm-hmm. Ah, those mm. were the days. <laughs> like, this was, like, a big situation. Yeah. It was, a like, a media frenzy. It was, like, a moral panic. That's so crazy. Over just one one nip. One nip. One very famous nip. But yeah, what do you remember about the wardrobe malfunction situation? I remember seeing it in real time and being like, whoa. But I, I don't remember like, I don't know why this, I don't know. I didn't really watch football or anything, but it was just, it was on. And I saw it. I mean, it was very fast from what I remember. I remember vibing to uh, the music. I remember, you know, I really, like, Rock Your Body was the jam of mine. So I was like, yeah. And, you know, Janet Jackson. I was like, I know her. Cool. They're vibing. And then I was like, whoa. Cool. The nipple. I don't know. I just. (laughs) You're like, nice. (laughs) Real nice. Yeah. I don't know. I was like. I remember it being a big deal. I remember seeing the reaction to it. And, like, I just remember everyone was freaking out. And I don't – I don't know. I mean, what, what do you remember? So, I remember my house, we'd host a Super Bowl party every year. Why? Not because my family's into football at all. It's because my mom really loves the theme. Oh, yeah. And um, so, yeah, like, my mom and I were, like, in my room away from everyone – Mm-hmm. But in my room, I had like a Hello Kitty TV. I and remember. Just, yeah. And we were just like, ah, sorry, my phone fell. Um, So we were just playing like the TV, the Super Bowl in the background. Mm-hmm. But we were like, oh, we have to watch the halftime show at least. That's the best part. It's the best part. So we wrangled around my Hello Kitty TV and um, 
and like the the nipple incident happened <laughs> and i remember my mom being like what like she was like did i did i just see what i saw and i was like i think so and she like went out into the party and she was like did everyone see that like not in an angry way or like a prudish way she was like whoa everyone did you see janet jackson nipple <laughs> like <laughs> yeah so and like some people had some people hadn't and she was like that's crazy wow but she y'all both were like did was that what i just saw for real basically and then we had to like take a poll right and i was like well i i like I don't know. I really didn't think it was a big deal then. Mm-hmm. And, like, I don't think it's a big deal now. Oh, yeah. I feel like it's even less of a big deal now. Like, yeah. I mean, who... It's, it's, it's free the nipple. Like, who cares? Also, like, I feel like... Okay. So, we watched the New York Times. They did, with FX, they did, like, a... Like they a documentary. do like little documentaries. They did the popular Free Britney one. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of like interesting ones, which I highly recommend. Yeah. But we watched that one. We haven't seen the Janet doc on um, Lifetime. No. But this one's really interesting because like it goes through Janet Jackson's career up until that point. Mm-hmm. And like what I don't understand is how this one little event. Mm-hmm. Like, okay, if it was premeditated, if it wasn't, like, whatever, I I don't understand how it ruined her career, and, like, Justin Timberlake just got bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah, it's really, it's really unfair and kind of fucked up. Like, I feel like they just, like, put all this blame onto her, and, um, I mean, I know she said it was, like, her idea to do this reveal, and there's not, like, like... It didn't really get the approval of the network or whatever because they well initially they were gonna do like a skirt pull away yeah. thing but that got um nixed or whatever but it's, I don't think she intended for the nip to be out Mm-mm. even though there's still there is debate but I just I don't know it didn't seem like she intended that and then she flees the scene and I don't know then she has to apologize like repeatedly and and, and like her album sales tank after that she gets essentially blacklisted yeah she doesn't even I get to know. go to the grammys yeah so mm. yeah, i don't know something seems fishy but it's not like the same way like i don't like the conspiracy stuff i'm like well whatever like did she mean to do it did she not did justin Trimmer like no mm-hmm. i don't know it happened and i get that like Like, because during this time, it was 2004, but Mm -hmm. we just entered the war in Iraq in 2003. We were still dealing with, like, the whole post-9-11. Like, everything was, like, you know, we got to be proud to be American. Like, the Dixie Chicks can't, you know, say they don't like the president. Oh, the Dixie Chicks. Yeah, justice for the Dixie Chicks. I know, right? But, like, you know, I feel like it was this time where, like, the progress of the 90s and, like, the hope of, like, the new millennium, mm-hmm. like, being just, like, we're free and, like, equal and, like, we can be sexual and whatever, like, it just got shut down. It got shut down post 9-11. Mm-hmm. Like, I think, like, the Bush era, like, that whole situation, like, we just became a lot more, like, puritanical in a way. Like, we reverted back a little bit because mm-hmm. there was such, like, a moral panic and, like, I don't know, a lot of, like, the right-wing, like, Christian kind of stuff. So that was all kind of popping up about this time. But it was also funny because, like, 
if you look back, like, that's going on. But then also the rise of, like, celebrity and, like, the paparazzi and just, like, like Paris Hilton and yeah. Lindsay Lohan. And, like, we loved our stars right. out of control and partying and, like, sexual in that selling. way. And sex was totally selling in 2004. Yet we had this, like, it was just such a culture war. And mm-hmm. so kind of, like, fucked if you think about it in retrospect. But, yeah, I feel like they used Janet as, like, a scapegoat for just, like, everything to, you know, just... I don't know. Didn't they have like a Janet Jackson like a uh, bill or something they were yeah. trying to put in place for like censorship or something? Oh, justice for Janet for sure. But for real. But we're gonna watch the Super Bowl performance right now, and we're gonna gonna get back to you on it. Okay. Because I don't think I've seen this full performance since two thousand four. No. So, so, so we just watched, yeah, the Super Bowl thirty four halftime performance, yeah, and I uh, think that everyone should be thanking Janet Jackson because she was the best. She carried that whole show. I agree. she was great. <laughs> like what? Yeah. Thank you, Janet. <laughs> like what? For real? Yeah. What did you think, Brie? Because I, it's a little blunder, but, like, Janet Jackson carried that performance on her back. Like, what the fuck's Kid Rock doing there? Okay, yeah. Kid Rock does not belong there. <laughs> that was so embarrassing to watch. It was so cringy. And, so, like, seeing everyone so hyped over him was, like, ooh. ooh. So, like, okay, so it opens with Jessica Simpson. Oh, yeah. Announcing it. And she's, like. She doesn't sing, though. Choose the right to, like, the party. <laughs> And then the crowd goes wild, and then the band is playing The Way You Move the by Outcast. Yes, I love that. I was vibing hard to that. that. That's That was great. That, like, took me back to a time, like, where I'd watch, like, MTV, like, music videos right before school. I, like, got got taken back. Yeah. Yeah. I, I just love when a marching band just, like, does, like, a good, like, cover song that's not just, like, something boring. That's, you know what I mean? I just, yeah. I can't stand boring marching band songs. Same. Well, if they're playing Outcast, I'm there. Like, I actually was, like, with this performance. So it was, like, Outcast via the marching band. Yep. And then Janet Jackson comes out and sings All For You. All For You, yeah. Which, still a bop. Yeah. Yes. Very much a love bop. Love that song. And then she disappears. And then it's P. Diddy. Diddy? Yeah. Ew. No offense. <laughs> yeah. And he was okay. He was right. And then Nelly comes out to sing hot in here. <gasps> oh my gosh. And it, it got hot. It did get hot. And then, um, well, then was it Kid Rock after? And then it was Nelly? Kid Rock. Yeah. Ew. Which, okay, is it just me or did like P. Diddy and Nelly's performance, like, you know, I mean, I, I enjoyed it. It went, it seemed like it was a lot quicker, though, than Kid Rock. And I don't know if it's just because I was in excruciating pain watching the Kid Rock performance, but it felt like it lasted way too long. I think so, too. I think maybe it was equal, like, amounts of time, but, like, Kid Rock in general is just, like, a lot. <laughs> like, that whole middle section, like, from P. Diddy to Kid Rock for me is a little, a little mm-hmm. rocky, a little, like, ugh. And then, but Janet comes back out. She comes back. She pops out of the ground. Like, she does. Like, just like, and she does Rhythm Nation. Yes. And she does all the Rhythm Nation choreo, which is one of the best, like, dance routines of all time. Yeah, she was killing it. She was killing it. 
and then Justin Timberlake comes out. Yeah. And they sing Rock Your Body. And it's great. Yeah. Which, can I just say, like, his outfit is so, like, lackluster. Like, everyone's in, like, costumes and stuff. And he looks like he just, like, walked up from the streets. Like, in his normal, <laughs> everyday, like, outfit. Like Pulling an Ed Sheeran. Yeah. Just, like, next to, like, Queen Beyonce. <laughs> yeah. I feel like it was, like, they could have gave him a little... He could have dressed it up a little. That's all I'm saying. I agree. I mean, well, Janet Jackson's in McQueen. Alexander McQueen, like that's who designed that getup, and um, yeah, wow. I don't know. I have no. Pr- I'm like Janet Jackson carried that, so yeah. whatever. We should actually like justice for Janet. Justice for Janet. I don't know. And like looking at her performing, we wouldn't have Britney Spears, like the performer that Britney Spears was, mm-hmm. without Janet Jackson. Like, there's no like Britney Spears was so influenced by her. Oh yeah. It's undeniable, so. Definitely. But Janet Jackson started it in, like, Rhythm Nation. Like, I was listening to the lyrics, because I don't think about the song it's, a it's lot. It's a good song. I mean, the lyrics actually have, like, a good meaning behind them. It's... I know. Yeah. I mean, but, like, okay, so after this performance, you're right, like, Janet flees the scene. Mm-hmm. Justin Timberlake has an apology put out before her. Mm-hmm. Um, You know, it just, it kind of snowballed from there. But, like, CBS wasn't happy because they wanted their show kid-friendly. Mm-hmm. And uh, boring, apparently, because they're cool with, like, Kid Rock and P. Diddy just standing there. Yeah. But, I don't know. But then, like, after the fact, I mean, like, the person that was so angry about this was the head of CBS at the time, Les Moonves, who, you know, has ha- had all the Me Too stuff in recent years. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he's a scuzz bag. He, yeah, like an overall dirt bag that we find out now. But he had, like, it's kind of proven that he's had a vendetta out for mm-hmm. Janet Jackson and essentially blackballed her. Isn't it because, like, she didn't personally apologize to him or some crap? Yeah. Like, she's, she put out a statement and apologized to pretty much everyone, but she didn't say anything to him personally which i don't know if she needed to i mean if this was really an accident like why is she be like why is she given such a hard time over the whole thing like i just don't understand like i think the whole i think everything around is just so ridiculous and like why did they care so much i mean it it, it was such a quick thing a quick amount of time like i get the networks have like uh um like the rules and stuff like the fcc like i get it yeah. but at the same time i'm like to pin it all on her is really wrong. Also, like, I know CBS had, like, tons and tons of fines that they try to just pin onto her, and they took it to, like, the Supreme Court and just... It's not all her. Also, Justin Timberlake ripped the thing off of her. Yes, it was her idea, but, like... Yeah. Or if it was, I don't know, that's still, like, a murky area, but, like... Well, I think... I thought she, like, made statements, like, I, that she... Like, in interviews, she was like, yeah, I didn't think it was going to happen this way, but I thought it would reveal, like, a bustier or something yeah but not like not everything <laughs> well and i love how some people were like well we know it was meant to happen because her stylist purchased that nipple ring yeah which honestly that's kind of what i thought for a while because i just i don't know but maybe she just wanted a nipple ring i don't know <laughs> i don't know i mean uh, okay yes there, maybe some people got all like their panties in a bunch mm-hmm and the FCC had some fines, yada, yada. But, like, at the end of the day, Janet Jackson carried that performance, mm-hmm. influenced pop music. Yeah. Like, especially for women in pop music, Janet Jackson's, like, 
up there. Definitely. And um, yeah, we don't think of her anymore. And I think it's like a real shame because we all remember, I mean, the term wardrobe malfunction, everyone uses it nowadays, but Mm -hmm. it wasn't like a phrase until Justin Timberlake said it about this event. Right. Uh, We wouldn't have YouTube without... Without Janet Jackson in this event. Can we talk about that? So the whole reason YouTube really was created, like, was Nipplegate, right? Essentially, because they couldn't find videos on it to... Yeah, the dude started coding, like, the next night or something, or, like, learning how to code so they could have video. That is so crazy. Wow. So we should all be thanking Janet? We should. (laughs) Uh, I mean, okay, if there is any, like... So like a rep- reparations or like whatever for Janet, any justice for Janet. Mm-hmm. She did get inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame recently, so right, which she so much deserved. I feel like that's like overdue as I well. Think so, but I I don't know. I I hate to pull like the misogyny card, mm-hmm. but that's like the only thing that comes to mind when I think about this. Because how could like, mm-hmm. how could she get so much like? Like, um, so much hate and so much, like, like, repercussions for her actions. However, like, this is, like, an event that actually catapult. Like, Justin Timberlake became more successful. Mm-hmm. We got YouTube out of it. We got, you yeah. know, a new colloquial phrase out of it. Like, if you think of the Super Bowl, you think about this. Mm-hmm. Any publicity is good publicity. Like, right. Thank you, Janet. Like, you're welcome, you know? Right? I know. Who was even watching the Super Bowl before? I haven't really watched it <laughs> since. Because after this, they, like, put all boring people on. Mm-hmm. But they invited Justin Timberlake back. They did in, in 2018. 2018. Yeah. What do you think about that? It's interesting. Um, I don't know. I think they should invite Janet back. Would she even want to go back, though? That's a good point. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe not back to the scene of the crime. <laughs> Uh, I think she should come back and just full do both full boobs. boobs. Yes. <laughs> well, I love. It. Well, um, she did do like that SNL skit like oh, yeah. afterwards. Like a, it was literally like two months later. Yeah. What was the SNL sketch? It was like um, she was Condoleezza Rice. Is one of those I think a cold open maybe? Mm-hmm. And it was um, I don't remember who was playing Dick Cheney, but um, basically it was. I don't know. It's been so long since I've watched <laughs> SNL and the cast is so different. But anyway, she was Condoleezza Rice and there, there was that idea like, oh, hey, you should distract them from like the war in Iraq and stuff. Just like whip out a titty. Like, <laughs> <laughs> and then she does eventually at the end of the the sketch. So she kind of, you know, sort of makes fun of the situation. And I feel like I really feel like they could have just really made fun of it more. It could have been lighthearted and yeah. like, move on instead of making it such a big like serious thing like and punishing her you know or like the i just feel like everything was so blown out of proportion and then like with the grammy situation like her having to apologize and even justin timberlake i don't know if you saw his acceptance speech and him apologizing it was weird it was awkward it It was really awkward because he was like like i kind of what did he say it just rubbed me the wrong way he was just like um I think he was like, thank you, and um, I'm sorry, I know it's been a hard week, like, sorry if I offended anyone, um, but this is a great moment in my life. I don't know. He was just like, he had to, it was like a forced apology, which, I mean, he had already apologized, I guess. I just don't know why they thought it would be a good idea to have apologies during the ceremony, because wouldn't you want to, like, 
forget if the, if these people have already publicly apologized. I just don't think it's fair that they said like that Janet couldn't come unless she apologized. I agree. Well, and also like Justin Timberlake's apology was very schmoozy. It was a schmoozy one. It yeah. was like because after he like said that like I know it's been a rough week. I remember him being like. Oh, no, don't start that. Don't start that. I've already gotten in trouble this week and kind of said it with, like, a smirk on his face. Mm. And, like, I like Justin Timberlake. At yeah. that moment, he was very punchable, though. <laughs> yeah. I know what you're saying. Yeah. I don't know. It is annoying. It's like, yeah, he gets, like, nothing really happens to him. And, I don't know, Janet's the one with all the consequences. Yeah. I mean, like, it's such a weird thing in retrospect because, like, now our world is so different. Like, it would not be a big deal, like, for New Year's, like, Miley Cyrus had that tiny wardrobe malfunction, and, like, the camera just panned away, and it wasn't a big deal. Mm. There was no apology needed or, or anything, but yeah. I feel like, I feel like, like, Janet Jackson and her music and, like, the way she presented herself, like, especially in, like, the 90s, mm-hmm. like, promotes, like, female empowerment and, like, female sexuality so much. Yeah. And I feel like for for this instance to be, like, her, I don't know. It just is so weird in retrospect. Mm-hmm. It's it's really gross. But that performance was a good performance. It was a really she she really did kill it. I don't know. Like we don't talk about that enough. We talk about Nipplegate so much, and we don't talk about how Janet Jackson like yeah was the best thing about Super Bowl thirty eight. I I will say it is really wild just like watching it again because it's almost like. Okay, and, like... Yeah. And I think also because with the sunburst thing, it's not, like, full boob in it. I mean, it's sort... You know what I mean? I mean, it's... I don't know. It's not, like, that offensive to me. It was a good boob, too. Whatever. I was gonna say, it's a good boob. That's another thing where I feel like they also talked about, like, oh, she did this for publicity. She's, like, 40 years old, and she's, like... Yeah! You know, basically, like, saying she's, like, washed up or something, when really her career was doing great, and she was in a good place in her career, too be wanted at the super bowl you know like she was a big name there like i just i don't know i'm like really y'all gonna critique her that's a good boob (laughs) they're just jealous totally jealous right i think so i think all those little talking heads i think so totally jealous justice for janet justice for janet well next topic (laughs) kind of related yeah kind of a scandalous kind of scandalous um kind of like handled it in a different way yeah this is a little different you know and it was just months before the whole nipplegate situation oh yeah for the context right yeah like (laughs) yeah like the context of this i don't need notes for this because i remember this moment yeah like it was yesterday even though it was almost 20 years ago so it was august 28th 2003 right the vmas were on it was like a time when actually people went to the VMAs. Yeah, and people watched. I don't know if they still do. <laughs> I don't think so. But yeah, like you're right. No one watches anymore. <laughs> Just but saying. like 2003 was peak VMA time. Oh, yeah. Like I remember 50 Cent being nominated for a lot of awards and he showed up with Vivica A. Fox. Ooh. And, um, and uh, I remember like Paris Hilton was there and whatever. Oh. And like, you know, Britney Spears was about to drop in the zone Mm -hmm. and she was there performing with madonna and christina aguilera yeah and it was a whole like tribute because it was like the 20th anniversary of the video music awards oh right 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 
And, um, and I just remember just being like, it was like prime time. Like I just sat down. Yeah. Everyone was, everyone was watching it. Yeah. I remember being at my grandma's house. Grandma Faye? No, my grandma that's no longer alive. Okay. R.I.P. Anyways, but I remember being there. I remember watching the VMAs and being very young. And I remember the Britney Madonna kiss mm-hmm. so vividly because yeah. I remember that was like the first moment just watching live on TV, like when Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera and them come out mm-hmm. and they like sing like a virgin and then they kiss at the end. I remember my grandma, who was so old at the time, yeah. being like, this moment people are going to talk about for a really long time. <laughs> really? Wow. Not even in a just, again. She, she wasn't judging? Not in a judging way. Wow. Like, my old Italian grandma I'm was surprised. not judgy. She was just like, you see that right there? That's <laughs> going to be talked about. And we're talking about it almost 20 years later. And it it's one of those things that's like. One of those pop cult pop culture moments. Wow. So, yeah. That's wild. And I was there to watch it with my my youthful eyes. Yeah. But what do you remember about that? I remember tuning in and watching. I don't know. I remember it being like a big moment. Like, well, because they're, I mean, all big stars. And my fate, you know, like, obviously I loved Britney and Madonna and Christina. So it was like, whoa. Like, three of my favorite people are up there, and I was like, whoa, what is happening? I don't know. I was like, cool. All right. (laughs) This is something you don't see every day, you know? I love how both your reactions, you're like, nipples, cool. (laughs) Oh, two ladies kissing, also cool. Cool. Your pan is showing. (laughs) I wasn't mad at it. I mean, I do remember thinking, like, it was shocking, kind of, but I was like, huh, that's like a real... That's like a real kiss. I remember that's what I was thinking. I was like, oh, she's really going for it. Like, <laughs> like Brittany's really kissing Madonna. It's not like a, like just a, you know, it was like an actual kiss because I think I've seen like just little pecs or something. I don't know the context. I feel like we don't see, you don't really see a lot of like women kissing each other on TV before that, to be honest. I, I can't yeah. think of a time. I can't. Now, now you can. There's yeah. shows oh, yeah. for it. So. I mean, back then, yeah. No, I mean, Ellen was just coming back on TV after being, you know, mm. out for a while and not getting work, and yeah, which is the, that's so messed up. The L word, mm-hmm. I think, was around that time, but that was like very niche. Mm-hmm. So yeah, two ladies kissing would probably be, yeah, be kind of out of the norm. But I, I mean, Madonna knows what she's doing. Oh yeah. Oh, I, ugh, I love Madonna, and I love. Her mind. Yeah. But yeah, do you want to watch the performance? Yeah, I haven't seen it, so I'm like, how much of it is accurate? I also don't remember Christina in there, but we'll, I don't know if they, I don't remember if they show it or not. If I remember correctly, they panned to Justin, and that's why we don't remember Christina. But we we shall see. Let's watch. They like the smell of it in Hollywood. How could it hurt you when it looks so good? Okay, so we just watched the the Britney Madonna Christina Aguilera VMA performance. 
That was that was so much fun to watch. That was great. <laughs> Again, like another thing where I'm like, not controversial now. That performance slapped, and we don't talk about how good that performance is. Yeah, and and I know this isn't the point. No, but go for I it. I love when Missy Elliott pops out at the end. <laughs> I do too. It's so unexpected, and I totally didn't even remember that. Like. I don't remember anything after the kiss, to be honest. Same. I feel like the world stopped after the Britney Madonna kiss. Right? But I feel like, okay, so there was like the OG Queer Eye guys in the audience, and Carson Kressley was just like grabbing the dude. I felt like all the Queer Eye men watching this performance. Same. Yeah. Well, like Britney and Christina are just like rolling on the ground and crawling towards each other. Loved. I mean, okay, so like the concept of this is, is kind of cool. Yeah. To me, it's like uh, Britney Spears and uh, Christina are like in like the Lake of Virgin, you know, like wedding, like with the belt. Yeah. Kind of like outfit that Madonna wore. Yeah. In the 80s for the Lake of Virgin music video. And so they come out and then, you know, they kind of sing like a virgin. And then when Madonna pops up to sing Hollywood, mm-hmm. she's like the groom and like she's like marrying like. It's like the the old Madonna's like the queen of pop and mm-hmm. two like princesses of pop. She's like marrying like the new blood. Yeah. And they even had flower girls in the beginning. They did. <laughs> it's like Which, legit. One of them is her daughter, Lourdes. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That was something. I mean, that was a good time. The good time was had by all. And, um, yeah, I don't know. I'm still thinking. I know where this was supposed to be talking about the kiss, but I'm thinking of misdemeanor right now. <laughs> Tell me more, Brie. Because she comes out on the stage. It's like, okay, the kiss happens. They pan to Justin. He makes a face. And then they quickly pan back. And we kind of see the af- like the ending of a Christina Madonna kiss. We didn't really get the full kiss, No, unfortunately. the camera, because of the whole Britney Spears and like Justin Timberlake split that was still yeah. on everyone's mind, the camera's like right there at Justin as soon as they kiss. Yeah, which, you know, I kind of wanted to see Christina. I don't know. Same. Just Was it also open mouth? Like, I know, like who did it better? Open mouth. <laughs> yeah. I know. I really wanted to compare. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah. you're like all about judging today, Brie. You're like, <laughs> let me judge uh, Janet Jackson's boob and let me judge this kiss. <laughs> for real. Well, no. I mean, I feel like Brittany really went for it. I'm like, did Christina? Because I know they're, her and Christina had a feud i don't know if it was an actual feud or if people just wanted them to feud but who knows you know they were compared so much so i'm just i guess i'm just gonna add to that you know (laughs) but um i love missy elliott coming out and she's like in coordination she has like a like she has like a track suit but it's also like a a vest of sorts or like yeah i don't know It, it was an interesting outfit but um that she matched all of them, and then at the end, like, even bows with all... It was like, all, oh, okay. It's a good performance. Yeah. It's like... Oh, I remember a time when Missy Elliott was just, like, featured on a track. Oh, like, yeah. Like, um, I loved her, like, little bit in Lady Marmalade. Oh, yeah. Hey, and doesn't she do that other song with Madonna? Um. Oh, oh, oh. It is... It's Hollywood. But it's like a remix. It's like Hollywood and Into the Groove. And Into the Groove. Okay, yeah. that's what I'm thinking of. Okay. Maybe that's why they had her there. Maybe. Oh, yeah. That would have been around the same time as okay. those, like, Gap commercials. Do you remember those Madonna, Missy Elliott Gap commercials? I, I don't know if I do. I remember, like, watching a lot of Gap commercials. 
But um, we could do a whole episode on Gap commercials from like the 90s and early 2000s. We got to do that. Let's add it to the list. Dude. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. But yeah, those commercials, I remember really being iconic and being like, I want to shop at Gap now. <laughs> but uh, yeah, there, there was one, Missy and Madonna. That's iconic. Brie, you know what part I loved the most? What? Okay. I mean, I love the performance, but I love when Christina Aguilera comes out and she's like, like a virgin. Uh-huh. Ooh, and they pan to uh, Mary J. Blige <laughs> just like not having it, like the most unimpressed. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, you know, I love some Mary J. Blige anyways, but I, her. I like that's the reaction. That's like my favorite reaction, to be honest. She's just like grossed out almost yeah she was not vibing no and then i love when i love the reaction of snoop dogg when he that's was, what i was gonna say yeah please what was his reaction he was just like he looks at the camera and he's like Haha. like he's just like laughing and he's like ooh, like he like shakes his head and laughs he's like i don't know what that was man but he kind of looks like he's holding in a laugh too and then like the camera's just there and then he like cracks yeah just like shaking his head i love snoop i do too i love snoop dogg He's the best. He's kind of a national treasure at this point, to yeah. be honest. <laughs> he just cracks me up all the time. <sighs> I love him. I love him with Martha Stewart. I love him in random commercials. Yeah, I love him, like, I don't know, reading the Law & Order SVU uh, opening theme. <laughs> he does it all. Dun, dun. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't know. Brie, they don't make stars like they used to, I don't think. Yeah. We, I need to see, I don't know, t- these, like, just those reactions of the VMA performance alone are, like, better than any pop culture moment in the last 15 years. <laughs> I agree, because there's also, like, Avril Lavigne and, um... Is it Kelly Osbourne? Kelly Osbourne, yeah. And they're just kind of, like, sitting there being teens, just like, eh, whatever. They really do. They're, like, at a different party. And did you see, like, the awkward, um, like, Nikki Hilton and Paris Hilton? there like vibing yeah. and like awkwardly Lindsay lohan is like dancing behind them like alone oh yeah the awkward <laughs> dance yeah oh but to be fair like Lindsay lohan's like weird dancing is probably how i looked at the casey musgraves concert like she same yeah. I, did, I definitely did some weird dancing up there because well we were around people that weren't really dancing and no. i wish we were closer to the one guy with the hat that was dancing because then we could have all gone off but because yeah. No one around us was dancing. I felt like the odd one out. And I just Same. didn't have that confidence in the moment to just go all out. Well, I was like, because I had a teenager beside me. So I was awkwardly like Lindsay Lohan, like shoulder, just like yeah. hip dancing because like that girl looked like she just like. She was Avril Lavigne. She, she was Avril Lavigne. Or maybe Kelly Osbourne. Who's to say? Yeah. One of the two. Didn't Kelly Osbourne hate Christina Aguilera too? I wonder why. I don't know. I mean. I mean, I've heard rumors, but... Well, what have you heard? I've heard rumors that people don't like Christina Aguilera because she's a pain to work with. Oh. But, you know what's crazy, though? What? I mean, like, I know, like, certain people have times in the sun and Mm -hmm. yada yada, but it is crazy to me in retrospect. Like, I guess it is all about, like, charm and, like, a performer and, like, that captivates people a lot more than just talent. Because, like, Christina Aguilera, like, gets no love in this, like, VMA performance. 
Yeah, but she has the talent. She She's has going the pipes. Off. She does. But like, we never talk about her. <laughs> nah. It's like Britney. Well, it is Britney's world and we're just living in it. Mm. That's the, the moral of late to the party pod, I think. Yeah. It's like every episode. We just love Britney Spears. <laughs> and we want to remind you. Yeah. In case you forgot about her. Yeah. We won't let that happen. But you know what's also crazy, Brie? Hmm. Okay. So I heard that Madonna originally wanted J-Lo to do that performance with her. Oh, and she she declined? She didn't want to do it. And so the that idea- That would have been hot. Her, that would be hot. Also, saying. she was right off like the Benefer 1.0 Oh, yeah. Situation. And then they could have panned to um, Ben, ben Affleck. Affleck. <laughs> oh, but, man. Uh, eh. I, eh, I wouldn't change the thing. No. Also, like, a couple years before, which we're going to talk about, Jennifer Lopez had her, like- Her moment. Moment. So- yeah, you want to get into get into the dress. Yeah, let's talk about it. So what do you remember about Jennifer Lopez at the 2000 Grammys? I remember, I just remember she looked gorgeous. I remember she had that green dress and it was a big deal for some reason. Maybe it was the neckline because it was plunging. Um, it plunges all the way down to the belly button. Did, so did she make plunging necklines happen? Because remember, I just remember for a while, plunging necklines were like a big thing. I think. So I'm like, did she start that trend? I don't know. I don't believe so. But I believe she took that trend and. Doubled down? Doubled, like tripled down. Like this dress is one of those like pop culture touchstones this is mm-hmm. i mean it's called the dress like that's how people refer to this and you know what i'm talking about yeah it it's crazy and this dress had been around for a while like sandra bullock wore like a pink and orange variation of it on the red carpet a couple years prior mm-hmm. uh, donatella versace even wore a variation of it but something about jennifer lopez that moment and that dress, I it's just uh, it stayed in people's brains for for the rest of time. I mean, I feel like she did wear it best. Um, it just seems like it's made for her, honestly. Yeah. So, Brie, describe yeah. the gorgeous J Lo Versace dress. Okay, the gorgeous J Lo Versace dress is. Well, it's like a jungle print. It's green with like some blue hints of blue. It's like got palm leaves and like um uh I don't know, like um ferns maybe. <laughs> it's um um chiffon. Yeah, it is sheer um plunging neckline. It goes like past her navel. So yeah, she's pretty wide open on the front on top and then she has like this it has like longer sleeves that are like sheer or like you said chiffon and then there's like a it's like a buckle of sorts that kind of like a gemstone kind of adornment that kind of gathers the material right at the um what do you call it in yoga or like in like what is the the sacral region the 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 sacral yeah like region sacral is it sacral not sacral i think (laughs) you're gonna sacrifice i think it's the sacrum sacral you know what i'm saying i know what you're saying it's almost in the it's not in the nether regions but it's close um are you gonna take over this is that what this is is that what you grabbed your phone back from me (laughs) 
<laughs> you're like, um, or you were looking a little too hard, a little too long. <laughs> I wasn't done looking. <laughs> but yeah, it's that the gorgeous jungle print Versace dress. It's I, I feel like it needs no introduction. Everyone at this point knows it was spoofed. Like the year after, you know, the South Park guys right? wore this in the Gwyneth Paltrow dress. I heard it was also like made into Halloween costumes for like young girls, which I... I Why didn't I wear it? Yeah, I'm upset. Like where was our like J-Lo Halloween costume? That could have been fun. Brie, you know me and you know as a young kid, I was always getting in trouble for wearing like age-inappropriate Halloween costumes that were slightly slutty. Yeah. Why wasn't I wearing the J-Lo Versace dress? I know. Well, I wonder if they would do that thing with, like, nude cloth. Remember oh. how they... Because I had, like, a... I drew a genie that was, like, risque, but not really, because it was, like... I wore still that covered. one. Yeah, you had that one, too. So... Oh, but mine wasn't still covered. Oh. Well, mine was. Oh, really? Yeah. Mine was just literally, like... Your belly button was out? Yeah. <gasps> I know Barbara Eden's belly button wasn't even out. Wow. So scandalous. I never noticed that. Yeah. Yeah, no, um, like back in those days, on a side note, you couldn't show your belly button. It was too risque. Dang. What about shoulders? Was that too risque? Was that like I don't know. But anyway. Is it like a table leg situation? Like people getting people thinking like table legs are sexy? They are though, right? (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, no, like the two thousand Grammys belong to Jennifer Lopez. Like, as soon as she stepped on the red carpet, like, the rest was history. Yeah. What do you – like, I don't remember anything else about that night. I just remember the dress. I – yeah, that's all I actually remember. But I, I guess she was there with P. Diddy. She was. Not to bring it back, but – Bring it back. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It is interesting, the, the connections with the – these stories i don't know i don't know i like get so jazzed though like hollywood you know tinsel town like everyone kind of knowing everyone i don't know it's the world is so different now and i'm i want to go back i know what you mean i love that everyone in this story was probably there to bear witness to the britney madonna kiss Mm. but uh but yeah so i really love like if you're talking about pop culture folklore a little bit yeah not even folklore just like a little little tale so yeah, like, Jennifer Lopez wasn't going to wear the Versace dress. Right. Yeah, it was, like, like a day before or a couple days before. She So she was shooting The Wedding Planner. I just mm-hmm. love that movie. But she was shooting The Wedding Planner, and her stylist was like, you have to pick something to wear to the Grammys. Mm-hmm. And she gave her the white, like, a white dress option and then the jungle print Versace dress. And the stylist was like, I think you should pick the white one because other people have worn the Versace dress and Donatella herself has worn it, so you should probably pick the white one. And they all were like, okay, but we're going to try it on. We're going to try on both dresses. Mm-hmm. And as soon as she came out in the Versace dress, her manager at the time, or maybe still manager, I don't know, Benny Medina was like, this is the dress. You have to wear this. Yeah. And the rest was history. And it was like, it was so low cut, but it was like, double-sided tape it was put on with double-sided tape like the fashion tape and toupee glue wow toupee glue oh my gosh just like in matilda yep (laughs) that's not coming off (laughs) nope wow so that's awesome yeah yeah and now it's fashion history i don't know i like love that story 
That is, yeah. Well, didn't she, like, as a result, like, Versace, like, Donatella Versace became, like, like, her career just took off even more? Yeah. I mean, well, or are we going to say, like, Gianni died in 97, so this is 2000, so it's a couple years after, but, yeah. you know, Donatella, this this had to have, like, catapulted it in a, in a way, way different than, you know? Yeah. Because Versace was already big, but, like, you know. This is, like, that whole thing, like, we talked about in our last episode about, like, fashion and celebrities, like, m- like meshing together mm-hmm. and creating moments. Yeah. Like, but- in a way that, I don't know, like, in a big way. Yeah. And, like, this way's huge. It It's what spawned Google Images. That's just so crazy. <laughs> that's like it blows my mind like can you imagine telling someone like like our little brother's age like even like 17 18 like this is the reason why like google images is is here yeah we use google image so much like we don't think about it but like to bo- like to um boil it down to that moment is just like whoa <laughs> i yeah I don't know. Can you imagine something being so in demand? Like, everyone was, like, going to the internet, hopping on, you know, probably AOL Mm -hmm. with that that sound. Oh, yeah. The AOL sound. And then, like, you've got mail. (laughs) To try to, like, scour to find, like, a pic of Jennifer Lopez in, like, this super sexy dress yeah we're really spoiled now we can find anything <laughs> and like so many ver- it's like the same picture different variations like so many angles like quality yeah but yeah no there was a quote it says people wanted more than just text this first became apparent after the 2000 grammy awards where jennifer lopez wore a green dress that well caught the world's attention and this was said by formal former Google CEO Eric Schmidt in 2015. And um, he told GQ, at the time, it was the most popular search query we'd ever seen, but we had no surefire way of getting users exactly what they wanted. A photo of JLo wearing that dress. Wow. Drop the mic. Can you uh, imagine if she's saying like a virgin <laughs> Madonna? I know, that would be a a lot. But I, I know, like, the dress was on, like, magazine covers and stuff and overshadowed people actually winning Grammys and stuff. Because <laughs> she was, she didn't win a Grammy, but she, like, she won in a in a different way, I feel. She won that night. She won many a nights. Probably that whole year. Yeah. And the year had just begun. She won the millennium. <laughs> right? Pretty much, actually, if you think about it. I don't know. It's just so iconic. I'm, I'm shook. Now, what are your thoughts, Brie? What? I kind of I loved what you said though about like, of just like kind of tying it back to the last episode of the like these moments that. Yeah, I just feel like this. It's so crazy. We've lived through a time where you don't think about it a lot, like because we use these things every day, like YouTube and like uh, Google Images, but like these moments that you wouldn't expect these pivotal pivotal like pop culture moments are what spawned these like well i I, like google images was kind of a concept (laughs) sorry concept already but 
they weren't like in any hurry to make it happen. But mm-hmm. when the dress, JLo's green dress was like searched for that many times, like, oh, we have a demand for this. We got to make this happen. Yeah. So how long would it have taken them if she didn't put that dress on? That freakum dress. You know? Every woman got one. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. No, I, I think it's so interesting to that point. Like, so like YouTube mm-hmm. essentially was created because of Janet Jackson. It's like wardrobe malfunction. Mm-hmm. And Google Images by JLo's dress. I don't know. I, I think like like in in retrospect, it's like it kind of like takes me aback. I'm like, wow. Like these things that like, you know, everyone uses that we take for granted, like you said, or just like, I don't know, are part of like our everyday lives and just, you know, people make a living off of YouTube and like people go to Google Images for to see every image, it's, like, crazy to think about, like, these women. These, like, I guess when you talk about, like, icons or, like, you know, like, divas yeah. in the VH1 sense of the word. Like, I don't know. It, it's just, it's crazy. And and where where's their coin? I, I <laughs> hope. I mean, I'm sure JLo has a lot of coin. Yeah. Janet Jackson, too, but... That's true. Maybe some respect on their name. Yeah, definitely. So. But I, you know what I love, though? Well, speaking of Janet and yeah. the, the dress, I love that, like, they brought it back. Like, Versace brought it back. Oh, uh, the, J-Lo's? Um, the Versace dress? Yeah. Yeah. Like, in the Versace, the 2020, the spring 2020 show? Yep. That was so cool. And they got Google involved. Yeah. Which... I love. They're, like, nodding at it all and just, I don't know. That's the coolest thing. She even, like, Darius, I look better. Yeah. How does J-Lo just not age? Like, she just looks better and better <laughs> and, I don't know. She's just so gorgeous and talented. She is. I mean, same with Janet, same with Britney, same with Madonna. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, J-Lo, for sure. <laughs> yeah. Like, babe. Hey, doesn't she have – hold on. Speaking of J-Lo. Yeah. Doesn't she have a movie coming out soon? She With does. Matthew McConaughey? Wait, what? Wait, I'm late to the party. What are you talking about, yeah. Brie? Uh, it's, Get it's... out your new iPhone <laughs> mini and tell me about this movie, please. I really hope I'm not making this up. Um, With Matthew McConaughey? I'm pretty sure it's supposed to be like a nod to like old rom-coms and stuff. Um, and you're just telling me this now? You know how I feel about rom-coms? <laughs> I know. I just, I just remembered it. Um, yes, it says she gets a new meta rom-com. It's called Marry Me. Um, and, oh, it's Owen Wilson. Sorry, Owen Wilson. The other, that's not Matthew McConaughey. I get him confused. Sorry. <laughs> I th- I think I wanted it to be Matthew McConaughey. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to disappoint you, Nikki. No, don't make that face. <laughs> Nikki looks like she's about to straight up cry. I got so excited. <laughs> I feel like I've been punked. <laughs> okay, guess I should check my facts before I spit that's them. Okay, I like Owen Wilson. All right, uh, J Lo's rom com. That's great. Yeah, it's it's supposed to be. You can you can watch the uh, the trailer. Looks cute though. <laughs> <laughs> that's how you're gonna make me feel better. <laughs> you're like the trailer. You got you can watch it. <laughs> 
<laughs> you can pretend you use the Reface app and put oh, put put Matthew McConaughey's face on top of Owen Wilson. Pretend it's him. Get them back together. I need to. Can we be in a rom com documentary where I try to like make a movie with Jennifer Lopez and Matthew McConaughey and put them back together? I would love to see that and be a part of that and help you make that dream come true. Just with no connections, just trying to make my dreams happen. <laughs> You're not Sophia Coppola. You can't just call no. up Al Pacino and be like, nope. Hey. <laughs> or oh. who was it that she called? Oh, yeah. Al Pacino. Never mind. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. Oh, Nick, did I really, like, fluster you? You seem, you like, really punked me. emotional. I'm sorry. No, it is okay. I just feel, like, properly, like... <laughs> Properly pranked. Gotcha. That was hilarious, though, Brie. Good job. Thanks. <laughs> but I don't know. So, marry me. Check that out in theaters. Yeah. I mean, it does Not look cute. sponsored. No. It's just like, it looks like it's going to be one of those rom coms, though, like a similar vibe, you know? But um, I love a good rom com, so count me in. Yeah. And Plus, JLo, from the trailer, she plays like a, a powerful like performer like she is oh so it's kind of interesting from that take and she just i think from huh. what i saw she chooses to marry a random person and it's i guess it's owen wilson not matthew mcconaughey damn it but but still still i'm open to it and then he has to live with that choice so oh man well <laughs> poor him i know right boo hoo owen wilson <laughs> wow wow j-lo wow <laughs> That was good, Nick. Thank you. Oh. But, uh... Wow. Wow. Well... <laughs> well... Well, that was, yeah, that was, that a was journey. fun. That yeah. was a proper journey. Go ahead. Yeah, I feel like... I feel like we've traveled through time a bit tonight and just, um... You know... I had a good... Good old time. Yeah. Can't we just perpetually live in 2004? I would like to. I would, too. Yeah, but I guess until next time, where we probably will still be in 2004. <laughs> yeah, probably. But yeah, we'll see you next week, guys. Yeah, thanks for listening. Yeah, thank you. And you can check us out. Um, You can check me out on Nick D. Jensen on Twitter and Instagram. And you can find me at Brie underscore Piconi on Instagram. And, you know, I still don't know if that's my Twitter or not, but <laughs> it doesn't matter. Who's to say? But you can follow the pod at the Late to the Party Pod on Instagram, um, LTTP Pod on Twitter, because um, Late to the Party Pod's too long for Twitter, apparently. How rude. I know, very rude. And you can also, we do Movie Club, where we watch a movie, like have a kiki afterwards and discuss the movie. Yeah. And... Um, you can send us suggestions for Movie Club or any episode suggestions, your comments, questions, anything at the late to the party pod at Gmail and rate us and review us on iTunes. Yeah. So, so many things to do. I know. A little time. <laughs> uh, but now you can go on Google and Google Images. So, thanks to JLo. Thanks, JLo. Thank you. <laughs> well, bye, guys. Bye.